0: Hey there friends, welcome to the Being Brown and Bold podcast. I'm your host Jess Thomas. We're so excited that you're joining us for some really yummy, interesting conversations about stepping out of our comfort zone and taking chances. Today I am chatting with Chef Vijay Kumar. He grew up on his family's farm in a small town near Madurai, which is located in the southern part of India. Vijay helped his mother and grandmother in farming and cooking. It was this childhood upbringing where his passion for fresh ingredients and cooking arose. Vijay graduated in hotel management and catering technology in India. He worked in some of the best hotel kitchens in India before working on cruise ships for several years where he perfected his style of food art and presentation with unique knife skills and use of fresh fruits, vegetables, and flowers. When Vijay came to the United States, He worked at Michelin restaurants in California until 2021 when he moved to New York City. He's been at SEMA serving heritage South Indian cuisine, inspired by his upbringing, which has been named a top 10 new restaurant of the year by Bon Appetit, one of the top 50 restaurants of the year by the New York Times, and a Michelin star, making it the only Indian restaurant in the United States right now with this honor. Vijay, it is so great to have you here on the podcast
1: oh my god thank you so much for having me such an honor like thanks a lot Uh, i mean i'm so excited for the podcast like
0: (laughs) we are so excited to have you because you're my first michelin star person here so i'm really excited for that mainly because it's a recognition because i'm from south india too it's a recognition that our food is good enough for fine dining so it's I'm, d- I'm so proud of you. <laughs>
1: uh, thank you. Thank you. So thank you.
0: here on the podcast, we think names and pronunciations of our names are important um, and even the meaning. So tell us about your name.
1: All right. So my name is Vijaya Kumar. Um, so, I mean, Vijay means victory. Uh, so Kumar is also um, the Lord of Kartikeya's name. My, my uh, dad is um, serious devotee of Lord, um, uh, Lord, uh, the Hindu, Ka, Hindu Lord, um, Katiya. So he wants, you just want to make sure, like, you know, he names all of our, all of our, like, you know, my me, my all my siblings name has to have that, the Lord name. So, <laughs> so all, all of us have a, like, Hindu God name.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself. What does it mean to be you?
1: I just want to honor my heritage, even though it doesn't matter. I live in America I live in Australia, like wherever I go, that was always me my, my, my heads so are like in my head, like I just wanted to cook what I always go up eating it. Like, you know, that was in my head for a very long time. That was cooking like contemporary Indian food, but it just wanted like, you know, it's a perfect timing, perfect. Uh, it just happened when I moved to New York that I'm just cooking heritage Indian food. I just don't want to be compromised anything. Even though if like, let's say like, I just want to, I don't want to compromise my um, roots.
0: So, yeah. I mean, in the culinary spaces, I think, I don't know what it was like when you did your training, but I know in the West, there's a lot of emphasis on French technique and European style, but because you grew up in India, um, like, how does your cultural heritage inform your life and work in the culinary spaces?
1: I think every cuisine has like own techniques. Like, I mean, we don't have to follow like French techniques or you know French um, um, cooking style or something. Like, you know, we have our own cooking techniques and and and, and um, cooking method and everything. So I just like to, even though I learned French cooking, French techniques, everything in my cooking, I just want to be, I just want to like use our, um, you know, cooking techniques. For example, I just want to grind the spices on water and pestle. Like, you know, I just don't want to lose any, like electric uh, blender or anything when we ground your spices, stuff like that. Cause that's all that I learned from my uh, grandparents. Like, you know, m- m- like I, my mother or something that I like to grind my spices. Um, with our um with the mortar and pestle yeah
0: i mean i you say that it's the women in your family that taught you how to cook right so do you feel like people from your hometown your area do they think that really cooking is meant to be women's work but restaurants are actually meant for men absolutely it it is
1: absolutely yeah 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 that's a that is like you know I mean it, it is kind of changing like you know uh, I I would say like you know um, it it thing has been changing like a, a lot like um uh, and even in the Western world it was like this for a while I believe I, I even like you know um like let's say um let's let's say uh, Madhu Jeffrey, um, Lakshmi, and look what they are ruling the color world in the Western countries like you know they were like a whole inspiration, but yes answer to your questions like um. Uh, like in India, the cooking is, it's, it's meant if you're a like, you know, it's, it's, um, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm hoping it's changing and then it, it will change a lot. And then I'm looking forward to have more and more like female chefs to rock the culinary world.
0: But, yeah. So then, you know, so here you are as a kid learning how to cook and, and helping out in the kitchen. So when you were little, did you imagine as an adult that this is what you would be doing?
1: To be very honest. I don't think any, like when you were a kid, like, you know, every time it changes, right? Like, you know, you are no clear, you didn't have a clear idea. Like, especially coming from a farmer's family, you, when your parents are farmers, they have no clear clue uh, how you wanted to be. Like, I mean, like a stereotype Indian parents, they just wanted to be like, um, be a doctor, an engineer, like, you know, like, let's say when I was in fifth grade, I wanted to be a doctor. Sixth or seventh grade, I just wanted to be an engineer. But even though also I also want, want to respect the farming culture, like you, know, you want to be a farmer, but I just want to do something uh, like something different other than farming. But at a certain point, I think up to like teenage or something, I, I want to be an engineer. But yes. also, I, I also had a passion for cooking too. So.
0: <laughs> so was it difficult then to actually, because you switched to culinary or at that point, were you still thinking engineer?
1: I was still thinking engineering though. And there are multiple reasons, um, including financial situations, you know, you can't really afford to <laughs> um, be engineered. engineer. I got admission at the culinary school first, before engineering. Um, so I got admission at the culinary school because I thought that engineering take a long time to, like, you know, proceed. My dad was like, I think you should be a chef, like, you know, that is also, that's your passion. You can be a chef too, because I don't think the engineering is going to come up anytime soon. Then we paid all the fees, everything, right? Like, um, then we got the admission for engineering college. I mean, I also want to be a chef, but, you know, like, you know, like, it's a stereotype Parents, oh, you have to be engineer. Like, when we asked for a refund, refund for the college, right? Like, they were like, um, no, they can't refund your money. My dad was like, you have no idea how hard I had to work, how many bank I went to to get this loan for you to get this college. Like, <laughs> so I don't know if you can ever leave this money. So... So maybe it's probably meant to be. So it's that then I just continue doing culinary school. Then
0: yeah, here I am. <laughs> so when you got to culinary school, with, you know, because it's obviously different cooking in your mom's kitchen than cooking at the school. Did it feel right when you were doing it? Like, oh, this is what I want to do.
1: Uh, in the beginning, I had some difficulties to be very honest, like it was a little difficult, you know, it's not something that you mom and, you know, um, like grandma cooks at the culinary school, because you have to learn other different countries' cuisines, uh, other, con- other cuisines techniques, and, and, and the, the biggest difficulties for me is coming from a farmer's family, coming from a humble family, like learn everything in Tamil, and then you go to culinary school, everything is in English. You don't mm. I don't get to speak one single word in English. And half of the time I couldn't understand what exactly the your lecturer or professor is trying to teach you. So it was it took me a while to, you know, to get back on the track. And, right. and so that was a really, really uh, difficult part for me for the first few months.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then uh, because even though if you're good if you're good today in the school but you learn everything in tamil right like you know there was a huge transformation from learning everything in tamil then you just switched everything to english
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: after your 12th grade um not knowing to speak in english like um not able to communicate with them you don't know, even like you know um there were some of your lectures from other part of the world other part of the country that they don't even speak in tamil like so that was a little um not only really like a quite difficulties in the beginning yeah so,
0: like a big <laughs> culture shock to oh. Completely. Like, you have to learn the content, but if you don't even understand what they're saying, right? yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, like, there's, yes, I mean, we are going through so many difficulties. There's one of the difficulties and challenges in our life, so,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I think everybody comes with different stories when it comes to cooking. So, like, for me, I, I wasn't allowed to, I don't even know if they tried to teach me how to cook-cook when I was growing up but I was the one that would have the coconut and I'd have to like grate the coconut. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did too. Yes, (laughs) that was like the job to do. Um, Or, you know, saute things. I, I think I did a little bit of like cutting, not that much. But then I was told by my family that in order to get married, I have to learn how to cook. So, and especially like growing up here, we are told like, you know, first you finish your education, then you get your job, then you get married. So, uh, and then you have to know how to cook for your family. So I was like, well, I guess I'm not getting married because I'm not gonna learn how you to don't cook. You don't wanna cook. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause it wasn't a hobby of my, like yeah. it wasn't interesting to me at the time. Right. Eating was interesting to me, but the cooking it was not interesting. Um, so I didn't know like, it, but that's me growing up here. For like, you, do you, did you have that same encouragement like once you got your first job like were you told okay now that now the next step is that you're supposed to get married.
1: Oh yeah 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 I'm, I've been getting like a lot of pressure like you know it's like you no, know, this is, this is a kind of very stereotype right oh you have like certain age you 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 go to school certain age you go to college and certain age uh you got a job and certain age you get married, At a certain age you have a kids. So I'm having that pressure on a lot of pressure right now. So just every yeah. single day. Like yeah.
0: So how do you handle that then? Or how have you handled that?
1: Uh it's, it's been quite difficult. I've been trying to <laughs> it's been uh, yeah. yeah I'm trying to understand I'm trying to like tell them like you know my um, they want me to come back, you know, like 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 Literally, like uh, like rest of the Indian moms, like, oh, please come home and leave with us. Like, you know, get, get married. Give me a grandkids. Like, let's all live together. Like, I'm trying, like, you know, it's very hard to explain to them, like, oh, there's a culinary career. Like, it's very different. Leave mm-hmm. the job and come over. Like, this is something my like passion, I've been working so hard for 20 plus years. I can't just, like, give up and come to you and leave with you. Yes, I love you, mom, but. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and even, so, yeah. I've been away from home for Thirty years, and right. my family still is like. So, do you want to come back home and you know live close to us? I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come yeah. visit though.
1: Yeah, but I I make sure I call every single night before I go to bed. Like I just mm-hmm. every single night without fail. Like, I just at least I talk to her for two minutes, two or three minutes. I just want to say hi right. to her. If, yeah. So
0: is your conversation like this? Hello, Monet. What did you eat today? Yeah.
1: Uh, like more than that, yeah. Yeah. The food, yeah, what you do? What I mean, she she like to share all her problems. Like, uh, you need, uh, she she went to any challenges in good, bad. She liked to share everything with me. So it's like, yeah. it's
0: like she
1: keeps some stories to share with me always. so yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, growing up, um, you know, just even saying the names of the children in your family is all after God's. And but then now you're in the U.S., right? So you see right. faith express itself differently and people of all different faiths here. So as you've encountered so many cultures, um both India and in here, has any specific kind of belief system or faith informed your outlook in your life personally?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, 100 percent I mean, like like I said, I mean definitely there's a culture shock. Like when you moved here, there's a lot of things are quite different here. Like, you know, um language, accent, like you know, people don't understand what you're trying to talk and then um, there's so many culture it's a complete culture shock when I moved here first time. And like I said again, I just don't want to compromise anything for somebody else. I just don't want to give up my heritage. I just don't want to give up my root. I just want to be myself. You know what I, I'm saying? Like I, I don't think I can live for somebody else. I just want to be me without um like without giving up my um my identity.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's great um as you you know when you lived outside of tamil nadu and encountered different people because i'm assuming there are people from around the country coming to the culinary school right um, so and and you when have, you go
1: to the hotels to like people from all over the country they come here you know work with you you'll have a, you'll you will you will encounter multiple cultural multiple yeah. Um, languages, multiple, uh, like, you know, uh, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. You you get to work, you know, when you work on cruise ships, you get to work in a multi-national um, people, like, you know, people from all over the country. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. What was it? I'm sorry. What was the question, actually?
0: <laughs> Did you feel like there was any prejudice against you just based on where you're from?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure like every single one uh go through this um prejudice everywhere like mm-hmm. i mean i i even within Tamil Nadu there is a, you know there is a term of so many different um prejudice let's say you know you mm-hmm. have a caste system you have religious like you know so i wouldn't say no yes 100 yes yes yeah. we all went through i'm, I'm sure every one of us went through at some point like <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah is there anything stereotypical of like Tamil culture that is
1: actually true. I mean, let me tell you this way. I mean, stereotyping, like coming back to cuisine, like right, like in, they all had like Tamil cuisine has to be like it has to be only with either dosas or idli, right? So something that was a little disheartening to hear that, like you know, if you do something besides, besides like let's say we had a snails on the menu, like nobody even believed that. Why snails on the menu? It's not like something we created. It's something that my grandma used to cook it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think
1: any 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 of your um, any of you encouraged like people who lived in the city they never like um exposed the the um the village culture but the people who used to grow up in a village or how, how they eat so they were like oh they were trying to do something crazy like why snakes on the in indian like in like in indian that's like south indian restaurants like and then uh, why intestines like uh, on the menu like this is not something that we created anything it's just something that we grew up eating as a humble family like you know some mm-hmm. coming from very humble and farmers family like um we don't have a luxury to eat with just the lamb chops or you know we don't buy only just the lamb chops meat. if you come buy meat you buy the whole meat right We just cut them right. into pieces and give it to you. you just cook it
0: So no yeah
1: yeah no ways and then they just give you all this intestines or you know all the off- offals like uh, even the blood uh, the goat blood, um, you know, they just give you for free or something, you just cook them. That's something like, why not in the Indian restaurants when you when they're like, let's say like 65% of the Tamilian population are from the villages, when they are eating it, like millions and millions of people are eating it. Why not? Right. It can be in the restaurant venue. Right, so, <laughs> that's
0: so that really was, cool that yeah. you can represent that. Right. So when people come to the restaurant and order those things, like I can just I don't know, but I just imagine if they order the snails, like oh, it's like they took escargot from France, but they're Indianizing it. When actually, right, actually, right. No, this is our people's food.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, still, the sad part is even um, Indians they don't understand sometimes because we all like they are hard, like you know, very uh, city life. They've never been to villages, so like, you know, they just went to school in, like, city, they just come to college here, they live here. They have not even exposed to some of the, like, village life. So, it's, it's sad to hear from them. So, I mean, once they hear the story, it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <They were> like, <laughs> so, I'm glad I'm just replicating, you know, I'm, I'm representing those kind of cultures, so. In the beginning, yes, I, I had some difficulties. Now, I think I'm just part of them. I'm just one of them. I think I love, you know, I love to be with the multicultural. I love to learn from each, one and each other, like, um, the beginning, like I said, I had some cultural shock, like, you know, um, it, it took me some time to come out of my shell to, to be um, it, like, um, to get along with others to other cultures and stuff like that. Um, now I'm fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and now <laughs> yeah. you live in New York, but when you first came to America, you were in California. Do you ever miss West Coast? Do you, do you feel a difference between California, Northern California culture and New York culture?
1: To be honest, I don't think it looks. I mean, the California and New York has both um, very open-minded culture. They are uh, very open-minded, um, super diversity. Um, there are multicultural people living in both both states, um, and then they would like to like welcome, like you know, any culture they come to the country or like you know, um, like weather. It's a little different than West Coast to East Coast, and then uh, other than that, I don't see any much difference. Like. Mm-hmm. I just love what I do. Like most of the time I just spend time in the kitchen. So <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So if you get a day off, what are fun things you like to do when you when you're resting? Like uh resting from the restaurant.
1: I like I love nature. I I grew up in a bunch of trees and um like farms and stuff like that. I, I go for a long ride, just go through mountains, um, some some way where it's peaceful or or just go through some motion ride like get some get some like listen some good music um and yeah that's what i do as i or some go to some good restaurant and, and, and try some different cuisines that's that's my hobby <laughs> mostly you're... i love going to nature like i just yeah. love love nature yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: okay if you had a choice mountains or ocean
1: mountains mountains for sure yes for sure yeah. mountains because i'm from inland so i you know, I haven't seen Washington till I was in tenth grade. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I think you know, definitely, mountain is so close to me. Coming from again yeah. farming and you know village families. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, since you've been in the U.S., has your family ever gotten a chance to visit you here?
1: Not yet. Like I think my mom is one of those workaholics who like to work all the time. Who like to like so attached with our farms. I mean, we still have farms. We want. We want. We want farm. And and she doesn't like to travel much, Um, so they haven't. None of them haven't visited me yet. Mm. Hopefully, one day I'll convince them to bring over here to you know show them the uh, the Muslim world.
0: That would be really fun. What do they think about your culinary career in the U.S.?
1: Definitely, they're happy and proud, even though they no clue what this "clouded" means. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think even my mom. Has no clue what I'm doing. Like, you know, she knows I'm doing something good. There's like, you know, there's I think he's getting some awards and clothes, but she has no idea what Michelin means or what, what, like, you know. Um, yeah. I, I don't think she really understands all those things, but I'm sure she's, she always gives her blessings. She always, like, you know, just do whatever you do, do her best. And she always, like, prays for me, give her blessings and, and, and you know, and do all those things. And, and definitely very proud of me. And, you know, um, Like, I mean, she's been hearing other people too. Like, even though she doesn't understand exactly because she can't even read and write. Like, I'm sure somebody else will tell them what exactly it means. But even though she she doesn't understand quite fully, but she definitely feels proud of me. Is
0: your family like typical Indian family of like, are you going to move back home? Are you going to come home soon?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I get this every single day. Every Every single day. (laughs) day. Every single time. The first question they'll ask me like, when are gonna come. I think you should you should think about moving here. Like, mom, I'm just like I'm cooking here. Like, you know, like I, I this is my passion. This is my career. Like, yeah. Oh, but no, you have to come and live with us. Like, this has been an ongoing conversation every single day. <laughs> right. Aww. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, then they're yeah. they're very typical because all of our families.
1: 100 percent typical. Way. Super yes. typical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So obviously, you love your food from back home. What are three favorite things that you like to eat outside of like your home food?
1: Well, like I said, I I like to explore different cuisines, like, right. I I mean, I love um, pastas for sure. (laughs) And, 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 and um, um, tacos, Um, like pastas and tacos and sushi. I mean, at this point, you know what, I'm I'm just trying different cuisines. I, I mean, this is all, this is all my top food. But even though um I've been exploring so many different food, which I'm loving it, like
0: yeah
1: uh, even though I love my food, but I just also like to like you know try different products yeah.
0: Have you had biscuits and gravy yet?
1: Yes, 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 but not the real one from the um like a typical like authentic one, but I've been like um trying actually one of my chef like who worked with me he made it for me, I loved it, I really yeah. loved it, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: You come down to the south, I'll make you some real. I know.
1: I was gonna say that. I was actually. I was gonna say that. I have never tried the south version, the real like gravy and biscuits, but yeah. uh, I just for this, I'll probably have to come and visit you, and then I have a bunch of list, a bunch of people who would like to come and come to south too. So I'm going to visit all of you guys soon. Yeah,
0: that (laughs) you can do like um, a food crawl where you visit all of us and we all cook like typical southern things for you.
1: That would be so fun.
0: (laughs) Tell your mom to come to America then you both road trip and you go on this vacation.
1: That will be amazing. I'll I'll do that. I'll ask her. (laughs) (laughs) We'll come and visit you then.
0: If you could start like a different type of restaurant concept, all the things that you've learned so far, like what's the one thing that pops in your head? Oh, it would be fun to do this. Mm, Would you open a a taco stand?
1: Uh, maybe. Like, you know what? Actually, Chef Shintan had a, a very interesting concert. He went to Mexico recently. They had a tacos with the Indian tacos, with Indian spices. So that was actually really, yeah, that'll be really fun. I mean, I don't yeah. have a clear idea yet, but it's, yes, but I think will that'll be probably something interesting.
0: Yeah. It's fun to dream of like what could what be, to you, know, you know, a lot of people who are listening, they either are wanting to do something bold or they're like in that process, how would you advise somebody who's listening that may be hesitant about making a bold move, especially since you've made so many moves, like going into culinary, saying no to engineering, leaving home to go to college, not joining the family farming business, coming to, you know, you've done so many bold things. How would you advise somebody who's hesitant about making a bold move?
1: Right. While I do have so much respect for the farming and, you know, I don't think I I give up the farming ever, even though if I don't involve myself personally, I do have a farm back home still now till now. And then my farm, I'm lucky. I mean, lucky enough that my family takes care of it. My mom takes care of it. I do. I I don't think I can ever ever be my farming thing, which is something very close to my heart, like something Mm. like, you know, like most of my generation have been doing it for people. I would say like never, ever, ever, give up. never, ever give up. Fail, fall, not a problem. We all fail at sometimes. Like, don't be, don't be afraid to be fail. It's fine. <laughs> fail, just fall. It's fine. But <laughs> don't ever give up. Just get up as quick as possible and come back with bang. That's what I want to say.
0: Great advice. Because we're not born experts in anything. Right? Oh yeah, I'll have yeah. to learn.
1: Just learn. Just learn every single day. Every mm-hmm. single day. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm learning from a dishwasher. I learned something from a dishwasher yesterday. I learned something some from my other chef, my, from a line cook, because I don't know. Like, you know, from every day, just learn something. You just go on a train, you just see something, you know, there's, there's something, some kind of learning experience when you go, when you, when you travel on the train too. It was like, oh, wait a minute, I could have done this. Like, you know, this is something cool. Like, you know, just learn something. Yeah. Always, always learn the best out of people.
0: Do you have a curry plant?
1: Not here. In, in New York, yes, back home, yes. Like, there are
0: farms of it there.
1: Yeah. Oh, every time when, when mom like, when she does the tempering, like, oh, just go get some, you know, once the aisle is heating up, oh my God, aisle is heating up, just go get some curlies quickly. Just literally run back, backyard, go pick some curlies and just throw in a hot aisle for the tempering. I'm sure you must have done it too when you were a kid. <laughs> well, so, yeah. That,
0: my parents, anyway. they live uh-huh. in New York right. and they have curry plants in their house in the winter and they bring it outside. And it's uh-huh. like, four feet tall. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I wish I'd known because I, when I just saw you, I could have brought you a curry plant because then they, oh they have, like babies so then you could start like a, a curry plant farm in your apartment.
1: I, I will, I will, I think next time I think I'll love plants. Like I said, like I love plants, I love trees. I, I, I like, I like, I like things to be greenery around me. Like, you know, okay. but maybe soon. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll have to yeah. get you a plant then.
1: Okay, um, thank you. Yeah.
0: Very important question you have to think immediately which would you choose chai coffee tea or another beverage
1: with no doubt coffee
0: (laughs) you do filter coffee
1: I I do filter coffee yes I do filter coffee um I should have at least two coffee a day at least two coffee I don't think I can live without coffee sorry (laughs) I just love coffee (laughs)
0: Do yeah. you all grow coffee plants in your
1: farm? No, not in Tamil Nadu because, um, but we usually get from Kerala or other parts of um, India because coffee, it's not technically, because I think it requires certain weather. I don't think Tamil Nadu weather is really helping. So so mm-hmm. I don't think we we, we can grow our coffee in Tamil Nadu. Okay. So we definitely buy, yeah. Yeah,
0: because yeah, my parents, they grew it in their backyard. So they always were drinking coffee. We didn't, they didn't really drink tea, For chaya until they came to America um, as like the regular thing. But I think to this day, yeah, my dad's doing filter coffee right now.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. I need one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's what it is. Next time I come visit my family in New York, you come to my parents' house and they'll cook, you know, like Kerala food for you. We'll have filter coffee. We'll do all, and you'll, you'll go home with a curry plant.
1: Ah, that's so sweet. So sweet of you. I, I would <laughs> love that, <laughs> and I'll cook for them too.
0: Yes, they would love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely will cook for them.
0: Ah, oh, well, yeah. do you have anything coming up um, that you'd like to share or tell people about? Um, what's going on with you or with Sema?
1: Uh, at present, we just want to focus on Sema. Like you know, there's so much expectation on Sema right now, so we just want to keep doing the best that we can do. Um, so currently there's no plan yet yeah
0: yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna compete on chopped
1: oh (laughs) (laughs) if you guys invite me like
0: (laughs) no you can you can be a judge on chopped you don't have to compete on there
1: (laughs) thank you thank you Yeah. yeah
0: yeah well this was so great to like hang out with you and hear more of your story I think I'm just so happy for like the ways that um, people have embraced, you know, it's not even accepted, they've embraced you, they've embraced your um, food, um, everybody loves unapologetic foods, like, it, it's so cool to see this happening in, in the culinary scene.
1: Uh, thank you, thank you, thanks a lot, That that's, I mean, without everyone's blessing, there's nothing is possible, like, uh, um, so I think we so feel blessed, like, literally blessed to have all all this blessing, like...
0: So the lesson to learn is get yourself to New York City and definitely check out Sema. And if you're on Instagram, you can follow at Chef Vijaya Kumar and at Sema NYC for restaurant updates. Isn't he great? I just had such a blast with conversations in person when I went to New York and on this podcast. So I hope you are encouraged. I mean, it's such a big deal that he left everything in India to pursue this career and found success. So you can do big things just like he has and so many of our guests. If you haven't heard all our podcasts, make sure you hit subscribe so that way you don't miss any of the episodes as soon as they come out. You can also watch our episodes on YouTube. So thank you again for joining us on Being Brown and Bold. I hope you've been encouraged. I know I have. Remember to be wise and to be bold.